0: Hello and welcome to B2Beast, the best place to collect killer ideas for big business. And today we have got a beast in the building. He is an international trainer and public speaking coach who helps business executives master public appearances, presentations, and keynotes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Alistair
1: Davis. (laughs) You know what, Travis? (laughs) You got my name right. I couldn't believe it. After two years, you're like, how do I say your name? Alistair? Alistair? (laughs) Alistair? listen
0: this is uh, a crucial part of of podcast thank <laughs> <laughs> you
1: i want to get some hieroglyphics i'm gonna get like a hieroglyphic tablet and like email it to you and say this is how it is two birds one
0: rock well we've made it through um and it is an honor honor to have you um because you have been filling a much needed niche in the post-pandemic era, um, especially in the context of digital presentation. But uh, this has been a game changer for my world, kind of finally understanding how to properly present yourself, especially even as an introvert, (laughs) um, thinking it was exclusive to like those extrovert social butterflies. Um, And you are carving a path for people of all levels and especially high level business folks to really hone in on their presentation style and their craft. So I am honored and excited to have you here on the show today, man. Thank you. Now, I'm
1: equally as honored, and I'm also excited to uh, get into it, because it's been a long day. It's it's late where I am. So, you know, I'm I'm doing the extra nine yards here. No, this is amazing. Well, let's start right there. Uh,
0: Simply, where are you tuning in from? What are you most grateful for in your world
1: right now, in life, and business, and anything? So, I'm in Milan, Italy, and what I'm grateful for is my job. I really like getting up in the morning. It's tough. You know, some days I'm like, I don't want to go to school, <laughs> but, you know, but I just love what I do and I love teaching people the skill of public speaking, using their voices, and I think it's just being heard, because there's so much noise around us, right? And people just want to be heard, either online or face to face on stage. True. No. And this is,
0: uh, I think, what we're going to go t- deeper and deeper into today. Um, so I'm excited to hear to give, like, at least a snapshot of your world, your story. What is the most exciting win? you have in your career, what is one of the biggest milestones or big projects, um, or anything you've accomplished that you're, you're proud of, want to bring to the surface here?
1: Yeah, I think the, one of the proudest things that I have developed is a, like a methodology to, to speak. And because I loved speaking from a young age, I, we'll get into how I got into this, but the methodology that I've discovered or unearthed, developed, whatever you want to call it, has been taken around the world. Thousands of people have enjoyed it and it's been translated into Mandarin. So I was like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> people, people all over the world are enjoying my content, my methodology, and it works in, you know, in, in, in Chinese in Mandarin. Wow. No,
0: this is amazing. We are going to get into stealing your secret sauce. Exactly like that. I'm excited to jump into it. Let's hit perhaps something on the other end of the spectrum uh, that maybe hasn't been so glorious on this journey. What epic failure have you had in your career or your business building? And what lessons can, can we extract from that?
1: Okay. So, failing was prior to Jabba. So, I, used to, I started my career in software sales in Dublin, then I moved to London, and then I said, well, I'd like to go back home and be an entrepreneur. So, I parted with my brother and we made this green company, it was called Green Power. And we thought we were going to take over the world. We thought we were rock stars because we had some early wins and people were loving our products. And so we thought, no, we're going to open a branch there and a branch there, and we're just going to take over the world. We, I've ordered a yacht. You know, it, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the Lambo and the yacht, you know, I can see it in my future. And then we crashed hard. Oh, my God. We just, like, <laughs> Midas many digits in the bank account, and it took us like three or four years to crawl our way out of that debt. But we got out of the debt and then I, you know, I had I had enough of that. So sold my share out of that business quick smart. But I think the lesson is don't, you know, make sure your eyes are not bigger than your stomach, you know. Too often, too often we get caught up in our own arrogance or our own ego and we think, you know, of course, I'm going to be successful. I mean, look at it this. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm killing it, you know, so yeah. why not just- yeah. and, and and there are those moments where, you know, you should put your foot on the floor and put your foot on the gas. But I think we were just too- We expanded too quickly too soon and everything fell up, fell down. Oh, and have a good account. And have a good a good accountant. <laughs> uh, that
0: always helps too. What what signals um, did you see that were the indicators of the ship is no longer sailing at the speed, uh, or uh, I guess that yacht was becoming coming to reality. What signals were you seeing? Um, at least internally, that were starting to pop up that you you might have been able to slow that down or or, um, get ahead of the game on that?
1: Yeah, I, I think we didn't read the markets or the macroeconomic factors of what was going on. So we were sort of innovators. We were one of the first companies and then people tried to emulate us and copy us. And then there was just too much competition. It wasn't regulated, the industry. And so our pie was being chopped and made smaller and smaller and smaller. And it happened so quickly. So we were importing solar equipment from China in their 40-foot containers. Uh, And at one stage, we had two 40-foot containers on the water because we'd already pre-sold them. You know, pre-sold all the stock. And so when you... Selling two 40-foot containers at a time, you think, wow, I mean, we're pretty cool, but we were not Okay, no,
0: interesting. Just, yeah, hoping there might be some of those early signals to pop up because a lot of folks, when you are in that excitement phase, and you're, like, almost infatuated with with the excitement and it's all going to work out, um, it is really helpful to have that data, those analytics, those hard signals and numbers to really keep your reality in check. So lo- love hearing that. Um Would love to hear now, now in your journey, what is the wildest or perhaps the most creative or cre- innovative way you've seen somebody earn business or earn attention or at least open the door um, in a creative way? Have you seen any from the people you've, you've coached, you've trained or perhaps just in your journey as it, throughout life and, and business, um, what's the most creative or innovative way somebody's opened the door?
1: Uh, I think it's interesting because I read a book a while back called How to Get a Meeting with Anyone by Stu Heinecker. He was a Wall Street Journal cartoonist. I don't know if you know him.
0: Interesting. No, I do not, but I am uh, immediately interested in where this is going.
1: <laughs> so, so, Stu, in, there's a funny, there's a cool story about Stu. So, he he's American from California, and uh, in the late, well, the early 80s, late 70s, he was going through a Hustler or a, I don't know if it was a Hustler or a Playboy, one of those magazines, and he saw this Danish woman, In there that he really liked anyway the long story short is he wangled somehow wangled his way over to denmark and met this woman and married her and he's like i i had a zoom call with him and he's like he's like oh man every day i wake up and i'm like man i'm a lucky guy <laughs> He's just telling <laughs> me the and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool. What a cool story. Anyway, I digress because he he has this thing called contact marketing where he sends people like a personalized a one cartoon of themselves so uh, of them and their business in situ so if, let's say it's you'll send one to you, let's say it's you, and you'll be you in the booth going whatever, (laughs) and then the little speech bubble will go, I've got no internet, or something like that, (laughs) and it'll be for Travis, as you get this in the post, you're obviously going to open it, and B, you're going to frame it and put it in your office, because how cool is that, your own personal cartoon. Now, if you extrapolate that to a Fortune 500 or a Fortune 100 company, you're you're going to get an eighty percent strike rate of at least getting the thing opened, yeah. and and you will get a meeting. So at the back of his thing, he asks for a meeting, and the thing is, he's using his special power, the thing that makes him unique, to get a meeting because nobody, I can't draw cartoons. Wow, but what I'm but what I am thinking of doing is creating a forty-five second explainer of myself in twelve to fifteen accents with different outfits, and so I shoot one in one accent, shoot the second one in another, and then chop it up.
0: <laughs> so, oh man, yeah, that'll, that'll be, hold the attention.
1: That'll be cool. They're like, "Hey, Travis, I'm real, I'm real big fan. We work," and then, yeah. But I think that you are too blue in the background. <laughs>
0: oh that would work it would work on me i would have to watch all the way through to see them all come through that's a yeah. brilliant brilliant example i didn't know where we were starting there at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is phenomenal to hear um because it really is that was like the most ultimate sale that that guy made, <laughs> uh, and from a cold a cold DM. <laughs> uh, so that's a brilliant story. Appreciate you sharing that. Um, so now for the second half, we tap into your secret sauce. Clearly, you're doing something right over there, rocking and rolling, living in Milan now in your new setup. Um, absolutely amazing. So in your day-to-day life, just approaching life, business, what habit or task is non-negotiable for you? What's something you have to do like every day or try to do every day?
1: (laughs) Try to do every day. It's planning. I think planning is something that if you get it right, you know, you can easily get that four-day working week. I haven't cracked it, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like four plus four, but yeah. <laughs> is it eight day week? That's weird. I'm I thought it was 7 time. I feel like, the- <laughs> <laughs> so planning, planning is, and blocking out the time. So what I do is I block it out on G Suite, and in that hour, I will put in the specific task. I mean, I've got a CRM system, and I use Asana and other things, but I think, like, simple is better, and I, I like just blocking out time and planning for the week inside G Suite. Simple, yeah, no,
0: I think a lot of it, Um, time, yeah, we see over and over time management, and just being able to contain the chaos, uh, especially the higher up the food chain you go, the more distractions people are sending you Cartoon postcards in the mail, trying to get your time, take (laughs) a meeting. Um, (laughs) So it is one of those things you have to really do in an important way. And you started mentioning the tech and the tools. Um, So I'd love to hear perhaps what apps, what is your minimized tech stack? What what tools or applications do you use in your
1: world? and, And how exactly do you use them? So when I present, I use Prezi Video. Great. I think I can I can get Prezi video. Can I get Prezi? Uh, you cannot change camera while recording. Okay. Oh, but
0: you can share. You can share if you wanted to try and do it in in screen. um Instead of taking over your camera, you can do the share screen share. Um,
1: yeah, but it's yeah, but pre- so you can't do that with Prezi because Prezi is actually it's a a camera overlay.
0: Oh, so, it's like a virtual cam that yeah, takes over so, your actual feed. Interesting. Yeah, so
1: so if if just if I'm presenting like this, then I could have my stuff there. Mm-hmm. So it, it, my PowerPoint or my image or my whatever is here. I'm talking to the camera. Yep. So if I'm doing a virtual keynote or training, it just puts me or more of me front and center because what most people do is when they're presenting, they book the meeting and then they go quickly get those slides up oh my god thank god the slides are up now i can relax (laughs) and so it's like outsourcing your presence to slides whereas you need as much of you and authentic you because you know if you're hiding behind slides you're just a little inauthentic and people can't see your face and your hands so you've got to try and bring as much of you into picture to build that connection so that they can see well oh, he's actually a real person he's not a deep fake some <laughs> some robot voice behind a PowerPoint hello Travis I am so glad to be here with you
0: <laughs> the well say hey, that's where we're going um with this all this AI gen, chat, G, chat GPT generated content like your actual voice your face is what is going to sell the business and, and close the deal.
1: Well, I you know what, I think that actually things the pendulum is gonna swing. I think people are gonna go, you know what, I don't wanna see an email or something. I wanna to talk to you. Live. If I feel that you've got a real pitch, I wanna see this stuff. I don't want yep. any any fancy stuff because it's just gonna be a proliferation of content and guess what? Nobody's writing it. They're just outsourcing it to ChatGPT. <laughs> so do you actually know what you're talking about or have you written a bunch of articles that has been written by a robot?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we see it over and over. Um, and yeah, the the personalization of that content, even if it's the same message um, we're seeing in YouTube search results, a lot of the top videos uh, are switching from how to to how I and it's how that individual journey, how that creator and their story of doing it versus how to start a channel, how to start a podcast. And there's just like steps like anybody can regurgitate that. But if you switch it to how I built a six-figure podcast in six months, now you're in a whole different realm of, of getting people to pull into your your story, your world, your message um so brilliant yeah to see the presentation version of that also coming to the surface of people craving that humanity that connection
1: <laughs> yeah so i mean it's like oh, it you know you can use obs to do the overlays i mean you're an obs king so <laughs> i'm the king of obs
0: <laughs> it's uh f- one of my favorite tools for sure um but it is complex as the problem is it, it's not as easy as perhaps prezi might be or some of these other things yeah
1: so i actually cloned my voice so i there's two versions of me on the internet it's uh from it at a text-to-speech company called well said labs i've actually got a my clone voice like can i play it Uh, If you can, yeah, Google it,
0: please do. You can give... I mean, I guess people listening on audio only won't have any idea if it's good enough. Uh, But yeah, try to connect your audio, give it a shot in whatever way you want to. I would love to hear um, and explore how I could do that myself or for uh, ourselves. Yeah, because
1: I don't think you can... I can share presentation.
0: AI voices and generators are a powerful combination. If you have a chat GPT producing the content and then avoid a synthetic voice coming in, like there's going to be, we're going to have like virtual influencers and content creators here pretty soon. Um, So it is going to be an, a very fascinating era that we're approaching to really have to question, is this actually that person talking? <laughs> and that era is uh gonna be a wild one
1: yeah no it's it i don't know it's gonna be i i can't i don't think i can share it so i'll send you the i'll send you the file and people can play it and that's my voice it sounds so similar to me so how do you yeah how does that
0: process work do you have to feed them sample data Do they use yeah it's that's
1: basically it <laughs> two, uh, well it's two hours it's probably about three hours of narration so you read you chop it up take out the ums, the ahs, the breaths you process it according to like 24 bit 16 kilohertz sound processing send it to them they plug it into their machine the machine learns it and then you have a new voice that's so wild that is so wild we'll have to check check that out um
0: what was the the service or the company you were utilizing for that it's called well said, well said labs perfect it's We'll have the, that
1: well wow. yeah so it's it's really cool if you're explain explainers. So my avatar is Jude R. So if you want my voice, if you like the sound of my voice, you can use Jude R. And it'll spit out
0: MP3s just like me. Oh, so now you're in the system that other people can now use your voice as a
1: yeah. So I'm gonna I'm on a royalty. So I'm gonna royalty share with them. So they've got a number of voice artists because I used to be a voice artist, I still do it from time to time, hence teaching people to present them the voice, et cetera. So they've got a number of voice artists. I'm one of them, but my avatar is called Jude R. And you put in the text and it spits out this. They've got an editor and everything. So it's pretty phenomenal. Wow. No, this is amazing where this is
0: going. Um, and it yeah, it leads right back into the... Human version of what people are pursuing when you don't have an AI voice to go <laughs> pursue this. Um, and we have to use our own voice and a lot of that work as is, is just work, discovery, training, upskilling. So that's what I want to tap into for the last portion of this secret sauce is essentially your specific process or method. I know it's a long journey to cultivate uh, that skill, but can you share? your specific approach and or the best homework we can have on our end um to start and at least start uh priming ourselves for this journey of being a better presenter
1: yeah for sure so i want to talk a little bit about the macro environment in which we are living the here and the now 2023 it's one of Too much information daily that we have to learn, assimilate, and are exposed to. And that's only going to increase with the advent of AI. So we are getting too much information. Not only that, we're getting distracted all the time by Twitter, LinkedIn, Slack, Discord, whatever's happening plus text messages in our lives. So our attention spans are narrowing. This is proven. I read a study by the Technical University of Denmark. And what they looked at was how long things stay top of the pops. And they analyzed in thousands of tweets, books, songs, research papers. And they found that over time, in this time, very in the recent times, that songs, tweets, books, everything stays less popular for shorter time. And they came to the conclusion that we're not, getting more stupid with this we're as intelligent as we were 50 years ago but too much information too many distractions what this means is what this means is as a presenter as a speaker you got to grab somebody's attention very quickly when you get on stage when you're on a video on a presentation on a zoom call you need to grab somebody's attention quickly because they have got so many other things that are competing for their attention they could not they might even have their webcams off because I don't know about you, but I've got sixty-five thousand tabs on the top of my browser.
0: <laughs>
1: at least, at least yeah. that many. <laughs> so that is how we are. We are assimilating and being exposed to information, just like Twitter, uh, just like TikTok, YouTube, YouTube Shorts, right? So that's how we're thinking. So the first thing that you have to do, and this is part of my speaking and presenting methodology called GRABS, it's an acronym, G-R-A-B-S, GRABS. G, grab their attention, fire up the limbic brain, send a bit of dopamine into the brain, they go, oh, what's this? Hang on, I was going to check if chickens can swim underwater on my phone, but now I'm now unwired wired. You got me. Where are you going with this? Get the attention. When you've, once you've got the attention, you've got to think about how you can answer what's in it for me. The audience needs to go, okay, I'm interested, right? Yes. I I like what you're doing there, but I'm not quite sure what you're doing. Oh, you are interested in my problems and what I would like to listen to. So how that manifests itself. If you're talking to a group of people on a show or in a meeting, get their attention, find out what they want to listen to, what's important for them in the room. Try and understand what are the top three things they want to know, the top three problems they have. You might know one person in the audience and you might have understood what his or her problems are, but there might be six others or seven others in the room and you don't know what their problems are because you don't have time. The R of the grabs is reconfirm pains and gains answering what's in it for me. You got to find that out very quickly because people want to know and think that you are empathetic and understanding what's important for them. You can't get on stage or do your presentation online and start with the brag slide you know, I'm very important, I'm global, I've got 4,000 clients, and I'm really quite (laughs) well-known. Yeah. Because that's what everybody does, and then the audience goes, oh, all right, okay, yeah, cool. You're fantastic, we got it. But how are you going to solve my problems? Because that's actually why I'm here. Why and how are you going to solve my problems? So that's the G and the R. The A is activate the brain and the heart every three to five minutes because the chief learning officer.com says that adults learn in three to five minute chunks. And whether you're inspiring, whether you are presenting, whether you are sharing information every three to five minutes, you've got to try and activate this or that. That has to be through reflective questions. Pausing, thumbs up. Share in the chat, answer the poll. Let me tell you a story. All of those things are pulling the audience back into your content because if you're doing a monologue, I'm doing a bit of a monologue now, but I don't recommend that if you're presenting to a live audience. I mean, that's on the same call as you, is what I'm saying. <laughs> So you got to activate the brain and the heart every three to five minutes. The B, well, that's the A, activate. So G R A. The B is be engaging with your non-verbals. So that means you could have the best techniques in the world, but if you're speaking to people like this, um, uh, yeah, we we'd like to show you on slide five. Um, we've got this graph. I'm sure you. You're very excited. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very excited today. That's being <laughs> with your nonverbals. and that means have an engaging tone, not be monotonous. Use some pauses. Smile. Use open gestures. Stand up. Show that you are interested through the nonverbal communication that you're a happy, empathetic, successful person. And I've grabbed your attention. I've reconfirmed what's important for you. I've activated your brain every three to five minutes, and I'm sounding like I'm having fun doing it. That's important, right? That's the B. The S is sell the story or story selling. So if you could wrap this up into a story somehow, a personal story is best. Then you are making the audience try. They're trying you on and, if you can make the audience the hero of the story or your prospect or your customer the hero inside that story then they are sort of trying before they're buying They like putting on your product or service jacket and going yeah fits. nice i like it without even buying it so it's important to use stories if you can to make yourself more personable to make products Center stage as the hero, or the company as the hero of the story. I mean, it's it's stuff a lot of people know already, right? Yeah. But if you can do that and do that effectively, and do all the other things of the grabs methodologies, methodology, you'll become a much better presenter on this and a much better presenter on a stage. Amen. Yeah, I have that
0: buzz and as you were going through every single one of those um so we'll capture and yet help deliver that framework um, that you've really mastered to an expertise level um seeing how you work with other companies and as you just mentioned the levels of application and the channels of application just jumping onto your zoom calls like You don't even have to be a keynote international speaker with your 4,000 clients. Like just having that better presentation is immediately noticeable in day-to-day calls, your interactions, your office life. So all of this is so amazing, super valuable, super useful, and appreciate you for sharing your secret sauce. Um, So let's go ahead and jump into the world's fastest game show here. Then we got a prize for you and the audience here on the other side here. We're going to play three rounds of this or that. Going to have randomly generated options here, and all you got to do is pick one. Are you ready to play?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Wahoo. Yay.
0: All right. Round one. Get up early or stay up late. That's how the man argue. (laughs) Get up early. I'm going to get up early. Go get him oh as we're keeping you up late my apologies <laughs> yeah yeah this this doesn't come naturally
1: this this needs a lot of beauty sleep
0: no oh, well this is a perfect it just literally just goes right into the next one firm mattress or soft mattress
1: i have firm all the way i don't oh. want yeah i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to lie on a bed of cats
0: oh <laughs> amazing all right and this one's kind of funky. Would you rather have one wish granted today or three granted in 10 years? And none of that, none of
1: that wish for another wish
0: shenanigans I,
1: I, you know what, I would go carpe diem and say, YOLO, and we're doing it today. Yes. Nice. Well, congratulations.
0: You just beat The game, sir, you beat the game 100% uh, your prize now. Why don't you go ahead and share what are you up to right now? And how can these listeners get involved with what you're bringing to the table with Jabba training, with your presentations, your keynotes? You're making you're making uh, celebs and business all stars out here. How do people
1: follow you and get involved? Cool. So. I've got a website, jabbatraining.com. That's J-A-B-B-A training, like Jabba the Hut, but not. Jabba the Hutt was a very bad singer. <laughs> <Death call>. <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible. <laughs> uh, there's me on LinkedIn, Jabba Training or Alistair Davis. And if you want to book a discovery call with me, like I like to just jump on the calls with people just to, I, I mean, if you have anything in mind, it's always good to just chat. Perfect. And find, find out what people are up to. And I like chatting because I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: the voiceover artist enjoys chatting. And <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's a chat or reach out to me on LinkedIn if you want to chat some more or if you want to have a jibber jabber. That's where Java comes from, by the way. But did you ever watch. Did you ever watch the Eighteen? Uh, the f- not religiously, but I'm very familiar with it. Yes, the original, the original Eighteen. There was B. A. Baracus, and he always used to say, "Quit your jibber jabber, fool!" Jibber jabber. So, <laughs> that that is partly where I used to love the Eighteen. By the way, uh, that's partly where the name comes from. So it's it's in the line of speaking. Amazing, amazing, and highly,
0: highly recommended to anybody. Um, Great LinkedIn follow. um, And yeah, the Java training uh, method and approach and system, as you guys have been discovering today, really is top tier. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Highly recommended you guys check that out and start the journey. So let's tap into our final, final question here the evening. We're going to hand the mic back to you one more time. And this last question is for one specific listener they might be stuck starting this journey or just stuck trying to level it up and take it to the next level what final words of advice or motivation can you share to send them into beast mode
1: (laughs) well i would say that Everybody hates the sound of their voice and hates the way they look on camera. So that's the first thing. But the best way you are gonna get better at speaking, presenting is recording yourself on Zoom, on your phone or whatever, and just making peace with it. That's how you sound, that's how you look. But more than that, look at what you're doing with your hands, are you, um, uh, you know, um, using lots of ums and filler words. Do you sound like you've just been to a funeral? Do you sound and look bored? Do you, I mean, look at yourself and go, do you sound and look bored? Because that's maybe what other people are experiencing. And also the beauty about recording is you can send it to a trusted confidant or a friend and say, what do you think? Where are we at? And, uh, that's your free coaching. That's the free feedback. And then if you want to go from there, then obviously you reach out to other people for for help. Amen. Start the journey today.
0: There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the B2Beast podcast. You're a beast.